to the Bud Brothers Podcast with Ben Steiger and Eric Metz. Over the last few episodes, we've talked about loving God with all of our heart, soul, and mind. Today we get to discuss the topic of loving God with all of our strength. So before we dive in, Ben, any updates from your ministry adventures that you want to let us know about and what's been going on in your world? Yeah, man. I tell you, it's been, uh, it's been a great last few weeks uh, being at home getting things done here on uh, the property and spending time uh, with the family. But, uh, man, it has been go, 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 though, as we uh, prepare for the launch of something new, you know, the Everyman Challenge. We've talked a little bit about that on here, but uh, October 7th and 8th, uh, man, we have a big event coming up, and we're, we're excited. We've been having some fun getting ready uh, with some promo advertisement going out and uh, helicopter rides and just some fun stuff. But, uh, you know, people often wonder, well, Ben, what do you what do? You do? You know, like what's your daily uh, work life look like? And, uh, you know, so certainly, I uh, mean, I love one-on-one discipleship opportunities. I love group opportunities to speak and to encourage and challenge men uh, in their faith, women as well. Uh, but man, a lot of what I do is uh, corporately investing in uh, this platform, the Blood Brothers uh, platform, this ministry to equip other men with the ability to use this tool to reach others. And so we've been filming a lot of new curriculum and uh, a lot of different elements, doing a lot of writing. And of course, there's all kinds of back end uh, items that need to be taken care of, just like any business uh, would have. But uh, We've been busy, busy, but I'm getting ready to uh, go on a, a backcountry adventure uh, over the next few weeks and excited to, to get back out west and look forward to coming back and hopefully sharing some God-awesome stories from that. On, on social media, you have the the helicopter ride, and that really threw me for a loop when we were <laughs> promoing the Everyman Challenge, so I'm excited to see what you're, uh, you're kicking up there, so looking forward to, to hearing the unveiling of what all that has to offer, and so... And you also mentioned just like, I like how you equip leaders to lead other people too. So you're not just equipping men on their own individually, but you're also helping leaders to develop other people. So I appreciate all you do in that space as well. Oh, thanks, man. Well, Ben, what, a, what does Jesus mean when he says that we need to love God with all of our strength? That's uh, It can be confusing at times if we stop and think about it, but... What does he mean by that? Yeah, right. Well, in, in reality, like when you consider, you know, all the different elements of loving God completely, heart, mind, soul, strength, strength seems like it would be the easiest to, to understand. And to some degree it is, but yet it can be uh, misunderstood and complex, you know. So what does Jesus mean, you know, to love God with all of our strength? What does he actually mean? And, you know, although we do value physical strength, you know, fitness and overall health, you know, the strength I believe that Jesus uh, was, is referring to is strength in the form of, you know, our ability to do or, or to create, to influence or affect things around us, you know, similar to one's willpower or, you know, that, that grit uh, strength is more than just muscle. Uh, you know, all four components, heart, soul, mind, and strength in the greatest commandment, they, they all overlap, of course, and, and are connected, but strength is intricately connected to the heart and mind. Uh, the condition of our heart affects uh, all aspects of our life and what we choose to do and the effort we apply in doing it. 
an engaged mind puts spiritual truth into the mind and heart, you know, which gives us the ability then to use our strength to do, to do what is right, to do what is best, to do what God wants us to do. You know, coupled with the heart and mind, strength gives us the ability to fight, to fight for those we love, to fight for what is right, but also to fight against an enemy, an enemy that wants to take out all that is good. And so, you know, with strength, we're talking about taking, you know, the three elements that we've already, already talked about, heart, mind, soul, and uh, compiling it to, all right, well, how do we move forward with this? And the strength is the actual doing part. You know, scripture says, do not just be hearers of the word, but be doers of the word. It's one thing to just hear and to just process and to just think, uh, but it's another thing to go and to do, and that requires uh, strength. So, yeah, it's a, it's a neat element uh, to consider, but uh, man, this is where the action's at. And I get excited talking about uh, loving God with all of our strength. Yeah, that's cool that you brought. Again, it's, they're all intertwined, like you mentioned. I feel like they're like crossover in each one of them. And and uh, I just, I love that it starts almost like heart, soul, mind, and strength. We've, we've started almost at the innermost part of our being to, to the outward. So right. like you start with your heart that's that metaphorical piece and then soul which is again is that immaterial part of yourself that lasts forever that god has created for a purpose and then it goes into mind and then you that's more of a a physical part of your body but then action and strength is is that tangible outward so from inward to outward jesus is addressing it's all of the parts of us need to be surrendered to him and just moving from thought to action you know yeah. and i love that you, yeah. you tie that all together so that's great you know in the in the challenge you know we we talk about you know the topic of loving god with all of our strength you encourage men to embrace vulnerability and that's the title of our our podcast today is embracing and vulnerability could you explain just what that concept means and, and why it's so important for us to do that? I tell you what, let me let me start with this. You know, as you know, uh, you know, Jesus left us uh, with the Helper, you know, the, the Holy Spirit, uh, to live and dwell in us and equips us, you know, with a God awesome strength, you know, a supernatural strength, His Holy Spirit living and residing in us. And uh, Jesus, Jesus repeatedly shared. Uh, that he is the true source of life, truth, hope, and strength. You know, apart from him, we can do nothing. Nothing of value, nothing of significance, nothing of uh, eternal gain. And if we contrast that with, you know, this lone wolf image or mentality in today's uh, culture that so many men you know, feel like they have to adhere to, you know, that mentality of need no one, trust no one, uh, get it done by yourself, all without showing any weakness. Uh, you know, this is so far from uh, the truth of what it really looks like to tap into your godly potential. And uh, I want to share uh, scripture, 2 Corinthians 12, 9 through 11. And uh, Paul first starts uh by quoting uh, Jesus. And he says, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. And then he goes on to say, Therefore I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. 
That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weakness, in insults, in hardships, in persecution, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Uh, you know, this scripture is so anti-cultural. Whether you're a woman or a man, it doesn't matter. Our culture is driven by power, control, and worldly strength. And, you know, where Jesus introduces a new way. Uh, man, I just love it how Paul is all in and he is fully surrendered. You know, Jesus often does things backwards. And if we want to truly experience this side of eternity, what the Father has for us, man, we need to learn to embrace our weakness. We need to let him be our strength. And so, man, I want all of our listeners to key into this and, and to, to listen. It is only when we embrace our weaknesses and invite Jesus into it that we truly experience deeper levels of freedom, fulfillment, and purpose. So vulnerability is key. Being vulnerable to the Holy Spirit and then having that uh, man, kind of come out to those around us, letting other people know that we don't have it all figured out. We don't have what it takes. If anything good comes from Ben Steiger, it comes because of the Holy Spirit residing in me. Jesus Christ, my Savior, God the Father, uh, doing a great work in and through me. Because at the end of the day, I don't have what it takes. Because our battle is not against flesh and blood. It's against spiritual forces of evil that we don't see, that I can't physically fight. I need a supernatural strength to overcome and to do things that are good in light of eternity. That's so good. And I think it's just being honest, mm. like being honest with where we're at. Like we, instead of putting up a facade and being an actor and well, I got all this together, I'm amazing. Look at me. It's like, well... For one, who gives you the breath that you breathe? Mm -hmm. You can't control that. That God gives you the breath that you breathe, the life that you have. And so it all comes back to Him. It all comes mm -hmm. back to the Creator. And I think it's just being honest with where we're at. Like we need, we need to surrender. We need to understand where our strength comes from. And we need to just be honest with the reality that we need him in order to do anything right. And the, yeah. and the scripture that comes to mind is that no one does good. No, not one. Mm. All have fallen short. All have gone astray. And, and I think it's in Romans 3, I believe. But the whole point is we all need him. And if we just can stop, be honest with ourselves, embrace the fact that we need, to, we need him. Yeah. And then now we can really be, like, like you just said, fulfilled, free, and walk in, in reality and truth and in, in mm, peace and yeah. freedom and joy, knowing, knowing that we're living in an honest life and can look ourselves in the mirror and say that I'm being legit and true to, to who I am. And, yeah. and it's okay. To, and I think that's the hard part is it's okay to admit that we don't have it all together, but man, our society and culture struggle with that yeah. big time. So, And it's not just okay to admit it. Like it's absolutely necessary. You know, in my weakness, he's made strong. I must decrease so that he may increase. You know, scripture tells us, you know, we owe it to ourselves and we owe it to those around us to tell ourselves the truth. You know, we live in this lie, this make-believe world that we're better than we really are. And, and we're not. We really just kind of suck, Eric. I mean, you're a good guy. But deep down, <laughs> you know, I might look like I'm a good guy. But, dude, I know what goes on inside of this head. Deep down, man, I'm a 
pretty crappy guy at times without the blood of Jesus Christ, without his strength, filling those gaps and my weaknesses, man, I have no hope. So I owe it to myself. You owe it to yourself. You owe it to Margie, your wife and to your kids and to others and uh, to tell yourself the truth, to tell them the truth and, and then to tell God the truth. All right. It's not like he doesn't already know. He already knows everything that goes on. But when we are truthful with him, man, it sets some things free. And then all of a sudden we're no longer longer bound and shackled by this tool of the enemy, guilt and shame uh, that just kind of puts us in our box and it doesn't allow us out in this, this centrifugal deal where as soon as we feel like we're getting over something, the enemy will just squash us back down with guilt and shame of the lies that we're living in. So tell yourself the truth, right? And I think too, like it, it snowballs in both ways. Mm. I think it snowballs with, you know, if I'm trying to keep a facade up, then I've got to maybe tell a lie here to keep that facade that I am all have it all together. And I've, you know, it almost snowballs in a bad way. But then it also snowballs in a good way when you do be like, all right, I'm going to be real with God and I'm, I need you. Yeah. And then you're real with your wife or your kids or family members. And, hey, I'm, I don't have it all together. Pray for me in this area. I need, I need help or in strength or whatever. And then also just with your friends and coworkers, like, hey, I'm, I'm not the best at this. Can you guys help me with this? And then it snowballs because then, then it invites people in to, like, be real with you. Yeah. And then it, like, snowballs in a good way. So then they be real and then exactly. they're like leaning on you for help because you maybe could help them and you have you invite God into the whole mess and it's like he just takes over and, and blesses everything and it's again it's not going to be perfect but man it's so much better when you have his presence involved with whatever you're doing but again God resists the proud mm. and gives grace to the humble and so yeah. if we can keep that as our motto that can that can go a long way and, and have that build that momentum in the good and positive direction yeah if you don't mind i want, want to tag on to that you uh you know you were talking about how uh you know when you're vulnerable it leads to others being vulnerable and uh man it it, it helps others take off the mask and so when i talk about leading uh, man, it's very important that I authentically lead with vulnerability and transparency. There's a right place and a right time to talk about certain things, but oftentimes uh, others will follow. And that is where so much freedom comes when we uh, take off that shackle of shame and guilt. We take it off of ourselves till we recognize that, man, the Father has forgiven me and I am a free man. And although I still have struggles, uh, man, I am not shackled by this sin uh, from my past or that I'm walking through, I'm trying to get out of. Uh, but man, when we open up, and uh and invite others into that it's incredible how god just sets others free and that's one of the most incredible things that i see happen you know through the blood brothers uh challenge or through blood brothers in general is uh just this mentality of men being authentic of talking about what's really going on uh in their life of dropping the mask the charade and the poser mentality and uh and watching men set free through being vulnerable, being telling themselves the truth, telling others the truth, and stop acting like Jesus doesn't already know it all. When you talk about the past and being free from the past, I just want to encourage everybody that's listening that 
you know, you can ask God for forgiveness, ask other people for forgiveness. If you have been like proud or arrogant or put up a facade or haven't been real, like you can ask God for forgiveness and he'll forgive you. And, and other people will forgive you as well too. If, cause you're being vulnerable and real and that may be a scary step and there may be some fear there, but it's truly worth it. And, and that's where that freedom, fulfillment and purpose can be found is on the other side of that admitting. And so just encourage you guys to deal with anything that may need to be dealt with from the past. So, yeah. So Ben, any story you have to encourage me and our listeners about when you've embraced vulnerability and the fruit that came from it? Yeah. I mean, a lot of things come to mind uh, when, I, when I think about uh, ways that vulnerability has led to, you know, deeper levels of health, freedom, fulfillment, uh, and purpose. And, uh, not just for me, but for those around me, I remember, uh, one of our first, uh, blood brother events, you know, over, well, I guess it was about 12 years ago. And, uh, man, I was just talking to a group of guys about how, and I wanted to experience freedom in Christ. And I had shared with them just how I had struggled with pornography in the past, with the lust of the flesh, and uh, man, just how uh, being vulnerable to other men in my life and being vulnerable to the Holy Spirit had led me to a place of health. And, uh, you know, exactly what we were just talking about happened. You know, so many men connected uh, to that. So many men struggle with that and they hide and they act like they have it all together. They act like they don't have those struggles, but so many men do. And they found this safe space where, dude, here's this dude that's a ministry leader and he has his own battles. And, uh, And it's okay for me to be weak and to need Jesus and to uh, admit that I am weak and that I need help. And so it led to, I uh, mean, just significant health and life for others. And it emboldened uh, the spirit inside of me to overcome and to uh, resist uh, those temptations. But the other thing that comes to mind uh, when I talk, when you ask me about, you know, vulnerability and app- applicable a truth for me is going back to that prayer I was talking about in the last episode. Jesus stripped me of my pride that tries to convince everybody else I'm better than I am. Stripped me of my arrogance that tries, I'm sorry, stripped me of my pride that tries to convince myself I'm better than I am. Stripped me of my arrogance that tries to convince everybody else I'm better than I am. And stripped me of my fear that binds my belief. Uh, you know, when I first prayed that prayer, that required a tremendous amount of vulnerability uh, to me because I realized I didn't really trust God. And man, I was right in this crossroads where I had a decision to make. Was I really going to turn away from something that I knew was good? I know God is good. I know his way is the best way. Or uh, do I vulnerably say, God, I, I trust you with this. Strip me of my pride. You know, it's kind of like that prayer for patience, how people say you should never pray for patience. Eric, dude, man, if God wants me to have more patience, I want more patience. Father, help me with my patience. And people yeah. say, well, you better not pray it unless you want to be tried. Listen, man, this side of eternity, I want to be the best version of Ben Steiger that I can possibly be. And if it requires me being uncomfortable, bring it. Because it's through adversity that God does the most incredible things in my life. And I don't want to be comfortable, man. I want to be out on the field. I want to be charging the lead. You know, I want to be uh, doing it uh, for the kingdom. So 
bring it on. And a lot of times vulnerability will bring discomfort. Just like when I first prayed that prayer, Jesus stripped me of my pride. Holy cow, that led to a really difficult week. But let me tell you how much freedom that has not only brought me and my marriage and my relationship with my kids, but to countless other men. So vulnerability is an incredible thing. And uh, it helps us put Satan in his place, uh, be behind us, below us, out of the picture, because it removes his greatest tools of guilt, shame, and condemnation. Yep. You bring it into the light. Mm-hmm. That was one thing we talked about with the mind and 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 uh, some of our other conversations about you know loving God with all that we are. We bring stuff into the light. You know the enemy can't stay in the light. Right. When we bring our 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 true selves into the light and expose what we really are, then things can then be dealt with. And like you said, if we want more patience or need more patience, like bring it on. Like growth only happens like. I always think of the weight room when we think about growth. Growth only happens when you rip your muscles. Mm, That's basically what you're doing when you're lifting weights is you're ripping your muscles. And the only way you can get them bigger and stronger is to basically have that tearing or that pain. Same thing with uh, agriculture. The ground ground is there and the seed is planted under the ground in order to be strong enough so when it's above the ground, it can handle Mm. the weather and all that stuff too. So we need the soil to resist the the, um, seed and the eventual crop to be able to break through the ground. And so all that resistance is required for growth. And so we need that growth because it is so vital to that freedom and fulfillment. And just like lifting weights, I'll go back to that again. Yeah, it may hurt in the moment, but man, do you feel amazing afterwards? Mm-hmm. And man, does you know you feel stronger and better? It might take a and, couple and just days. More but yeah. alive and free. It might take a couple yeah. Of days. Yeah, the two day <laughs> the two day window is still there. With like the true soreness is yeah. on day two. Yeah. <laughs> that is very true. But eventually, you will receive that uh, the reward in the end of stronger and faster and mm. better looking. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but. No, that's good. I appreciate you sharing that. You know, for me, the the fruit that came from me admitting that I needed grief counseling after, you know, this was just this past January, I went through that. That's when I got vulnerable and I was like, I need counseling. I need help to process my dad's death. And, and uh, man, the freedom and the confidence and uh, just the growth that's come from that, being vulnerable, being vulnerable in that area has really changed things mm-hmm. uh, for me and my outlook and my independence and and love and confidence and talking about the lord and not worrying about what people think and so yeah that's my little story of (laughs) vulnerability and fruit from that and it led to so much health man yeah yeah it did so to wrap things up just what are some practical things that we can do then to grow in our strength loving god with all of our strength yeah so loving god you know with all our strength, consider it, you know, a mission. I mean, we are on a mission that, that Jesus has put us on and it is to, to love him, to, to love God and simply put, you know, to, to make him happy. You know, our intentions revolve around the mission he has given us and to love him and to love others, uh, with all of our strength is an incredible thing. So, you know, love him. 
Love him by leading, you know, or serving uh, your spouse in a way that reflects Christ. Love him by raising your children in light of eternity. Not in light of culture, not in light of what everybody else is doing, but in light of eternity, in light of God's word. Love him by using your money, material possessions, resources, and time, you know, for his glory. Love him by learning about him by reading his word, spending time with him there. Love him by worshiping in all things. You know, worship is not just going to church on Sunday morning and uh, singing along. It's not listening to music in your car only. You know, I can worship the Father by, by seeing something beautiful and saying, man, God, that is an awesome creation. You know, whether it's a sunset, a sunrise, you know, whether it's my children, whether it's my wife, whether it's something awesome that my friend just got to participate in and just giving God the glory worship uh, the father love him by obeying him love him by being committed to uh, man what he's called you to love him by using your work your passion talents and abilities for him love him by how you lavishly love others by how you give and when it gets hard uh, we need to remember uh, just as Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. In light of eternity, in light to what God has called us to, he has given us the strength to rise up to the occasion. Uh, my mom gave me this plaque years and years ago. And uh, who is it? I'm going to forget. Uh, oh, I think it was Teddy Roosevelt. Maybe not. I forget. But it was never, never, never give up you know and in our pursuit of jesus christ never give up never give in just keep chugging away asking the father to give you the strength and he will uh, do it he will not let you down he will not fail you he is faithful he's just his timing is perfect his provision is perfect and your love for him doesn't compare to the love that he has for you that's incredible man well, what you just shared was incredible because I'm not really going to add anything to that because that was really good. You just expanded the the definition of strength, which I think is important. Uh, it's not just your physical body, but it's your actions, your influence, your resources, your time, everything. I'm just reiterating what you said, but man, that's really good. And just to just to focus on doing what God has called you to do and to use your gifts to to glorify Him, you know, and and get out get out of the stands and into the game you know like we mentioned before we got to get out of the stands and start doing you got it and playing the game you got it so good stuff any last comments before we wrap today's podcast up yeah man i uh i'm excited for people to unpack these heart mind soul strength you know the next episode's loving others but you know so we're taking those four components and we're moving into you know where jesus said and secondly uh, love your neighbor as yourself, you know, and so uh, I hope that our listeners have been able to unpack more of what it means for them to love God with all their heart, mind, soul, and strength. And uh, I hope that uh, moving forward, they learn how to use their strength, how to use that more and more to influence those around them. Because we live in a world where we need men and women and children that love Jesus to step up and to be strong in the Lord, to be strong in their faith. That's great. And that's where we're going. We've wrapped up the uh, loving God with your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And, and we're moving on to the loving others piece. And, 
And uh, so, yeah, that's all we've got for today. Look forward to catching you next time where we can learn more about what does it mean to really, truly love other people as God commands us to. So with that, everyone have a great day, and thanks again for listening. Mm-hmm.